What's up, guys? It's KR Presents here. What's up? We got... And it's me. Oh, oh I'm sorry. You're going to cut me off just like that? You're going to yeah, cut me yeah, off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it is. Thanks. Thanks. Right, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Welcome to the Fix This Damn Door podcast. If you don't know the reference, I am sorry for you. But it's a, a Spider-Man 3 reference, as you know. Yeah, because he was late on his rent, apparently. I don't know. Also... Sir, I need to introduce myself because I'm kind of a big deal. Not really. Um, hi, everybody. It's Thomas Locklear from Locklear Entertainment. Entertainment? Yeah, that's good. That's crap. Good. Crap. Got a sense of myself. Um, <laughs> Locklear Entertainment. And uh, I was formerly known as Warfighter 268. I like long walks on the beach. And I like pizza. So, you know, just a uh, to mix it up a little bit you know but taking it back to kr taking it back to kr that's good yeah, that's good yeah i like i like climbing long walks on the beach and mm. i am looking for something casual oh wait it's not those Whoa! it's not it's not that kind of thing i forgot <laughs> hey yo <laughs> <laughs> so stupid jesus christ but yeah but anyways, uh why uh, thomas why do we make this uh why do we make this podcast here we made this podcast because we just have a plethora of stupid things to say about just about anything comic book movie related, comic related, just dumb stuff we hear about every day. Yeah, you know, just things that no one really would ever want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, the, the, you know, we could talk about the global recession that's probably going to happen soon, or we could talk about how they're phasing out gasoline vehicles, but no. This is to fix this damn door podcast. So we're going to fix this damn door. You're goddamn right we will. <laughs> Metaf- metaphorically. Yeah, if you guys don't know who I am, I am Carol Presents. I do a lot of freelance stuff, especially for reactions, podcasts, interviews. Uh, I also do fan editing, like like uh, the boy Locklear here. And that's actually how we met, mm-hmm. right? Is I was yeah. I was doing a Web of Shadows trailer, and this guy made a Web of Shadows trailer a year earlier, and I had no idea. And yeah, 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 good times, good times, yeah. good times, and that was like, what, eight years ago? Jesus, that was no, 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 that was uh, I did the Web of Shadows thing, twenty thirteen, twenty twelve. Yeah, and I did mine twenty fourteen. I think I was in high school. I remember that. Yeah, I was just in uh. I just got into college. Didn't stay long. That's another story. Um, so yeah, it, you know, it was quite, it was quite surreal seeing somebody uh, take inspiration from my work, which I thought was good at the time. But looking back, I, 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 no, it's not good. I'll, um, I mean, when I made that, I had no idea you 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 did one too. <laughs> I like See, ma- I like made go. it and then checked and I was like, oh wait, someone already did an amazing Spider-Man Web of Shadows, but it was like different stories and shit. You had the better story. You had like a, a thought out story. Yeah. Well, because 
I, for the longest time, I wanted to do fan editing, but I didn't know how to do it well. So it was just kind of like I had the idea. That's like, that's usually how it works out. It's like, I have this dumb story idea and I could just kind of want to do it, you know? And you know, speaking of dumb stories, um, you see a lot of editors, you know, do a, a lot of good stories within their videos, but then there's some who kind of just <laughs> not do that. You're uh, just going to go right into it. They, uh, they, they, they kind of just, you know, try to use the audience for monetary reasons and throw in random words to make it seem better than what it is. And they use slap chop editing, slap chop, like the infomercial. If you get it, you're, you're okay in my book. Mm, um, I think you're thinking of flex tape, but yeah. Mm, flex tape. That's a lot of damage. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm making a reference to the infamous editor, Alex Luthor. Um, I'm gonna go on record and say I was never a fan of the guy. I didn't like him. Yeah, I didn't know him personally, but as far as the persona he was giving off, it was like trash. It felt like a corporation who found out this stuff was popular and it was just like, gotta make this epic, this epic fan trailer explosions. Let me make you green, even (laughs) though it doesn't match the color of what's going on. I can go all day about that. It's it's, it's, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> he uh, he. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure Alex Luther's not his actual name. He uh, nah. yeah, no. It's just it's so odd because I think he got really cocky really quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like yeah. I I never thought his stuff was bad. I just didn't th- didn't think it was better than a lot of other people. It was overhyped. It, yeah, it was overhyped. And it got to that point where I was like, he just kept like beefing with like random editors and stuff, which is so odd because it's like fan editing is such a non like community. The idea that there's beef within the community is so funny to me. Yeah, because essentially we're all criminals because we're breaking copyright <laughs> rules yeah. all the time. No, he did because he was making money off of it. That's the difference. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, oh yeah, he. That's the difference. Oh boy. Yeah, that's the difference. It's uh, and, yeah. I, hmm. I I don't know. I I saw he didn't he come back and then he left again. Dude, if if he came back, he probably came. I hope he came back to apologize for stealing, stealing everybody's money. No, remember he made a Avengers versus the boys. And then he did like a deal made one before that, and a and a deals was better. But somehow, somehow he got a lot of a lot of popularity from that, though. Oh my god! Uh I I did not know. I the last time I had any large um, interactions with him is when he tried to do a Godzilla versus Kong trailer, and I did a reaction to it, and I was I was just like, first of all, you didn't even use the new King Kong; you used the old one. And he's like 25 foot tall and Godzilla's the size of a skyscraper. <laughs> so it, your logic makes no sense. And it, it was stupid. The shots was weird. Wait, I'm stupid. I'm, I'm stupid. How how big is King Kong supposed to be? Well, okay. So in the original, original, original movie, it was like 25 foot tall. That's fine. 
in a Peter Jackson movie that was taking inspiration from the original uh the original movie, mm-hmm. 25 foot tall. It worked. In the MonsterVerse, if he's fighting Godzilla, he's got to be bigger. Mm. He's got to be 300 foot tall at least. That's fucking tall as fuck. I mean, I guess you'd have to be if you're going to fight Godzilla. That makes sense. That's that's exactly what they did in the movie. <laughs> you know, he grew. That's, yeah. I mean, man, I want to see a sequel. I, do you know if they're making a sequel yet? Oh, dude, they're filming it right now. Actually? Oh, shit. I didn't know oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's called Origins. That's the working title. Well, because WB is just doing dumb shit. So it's like, I, I assumed it was it was scrapped, you know? Like, WB, I mean, I heard Legendary is trying to break away. Yeah. I'm, I, yeah, ever since they canceled Batgirl, I'm really confused what kind of what kind of route they're going. So, well, obviously <laughs> they're trying to salvage anything that's worth money. That they're trying to salvage the the, the shitstorm that the old regime left them in. Even if that means letting Ezra Miller off the hook from releasing <laughs> this movie, which is so crazy to me. Because honestly. It was like it's like every week in the news. It was like Ezra Miller's doing this. Ezra Miller did that. It was in Hawaii it was and like, shit. Yeah, a poor Hawaii. The Rock is <laughs> poor just, Hawaii. just like the Rock is dying in his um, pre-grave. He's not. God, Ezra Miller, what happened? I understand mental health is a big deal, but you know that really didn't give the right to go around and causing so many issues for so many people. Whether it was true or not, there's got to be some truth somewhere to some of those stories. I want I want the Flash to be good. I I liked Ezra Miller as as Barry on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was fine. I mean, of course, the Snyder cut made him a little bit better. Obviously, well, that's where but, I liked him. I didn't like him in the other one. It, yeah. It, grant, granted, like Barry Allen is more like Wally West than that, but it was still dope in my opinion. Then we got Grant Gustin. He's pretty good. You could get back Grant Gustin, honestly. Mm-hmm. I want Grant Gustin as the as the main land flash. God damn. I want to see that. He's we in never know. He's in a season. He's going into a season nine, and he's the only reason why the show is still semi-watchable, which is crazy. The show's ending at season nine, though. They're doing a half season, like 13 episodes, and that's it. Yeah, damn. Eddie Eddie Thon's gotta be back. I'm I'm guessing. Because how else are He's you gonna, gonna end it? Blue you Cobalt. You can't do the flash or you can't do Ezra Miller again. Because Ezra Miller did show up. Ha! Or not, he did show not, up. Uh, not Ezra Miller, uh Eobard Thon. That's what I meant. <laughs> did I say Ezra Miller? It, I mean he did show up in the Flash show. He did. Technically. He did. Pretty cool. For the time. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, and that yeah, still that still blew, that still blew my mind. I don't care. That's what's crazy. I don't I don't know if that's canon though. Is it canon? Not sure. Maybe. I don't know if it's canon. I don't know. Um. So speaking of, you know, just studios plans and everything. Uh, it is a big one. This is a big one. Um, what do you think, Marvel? specifically marvel is going to announce at d23 we already had the giant announcement at comic-con which dropped bombshell after bombshell after bombshell are you saying oh you're 
you're talking about an announcement, not like a trailer. Uh, well, if you want to see if they do drop a trailer, what trailer would it be? It's probably going to be you know? Car- Guardians of the Galaxy 3, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, so that, that's from... Well, no, 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 no. Well, what movie's coming out before Guardians 3? Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, oh, Ant-Man. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Kang the Conqueror. I'm so excited for that. I'm only excited because Kang's in it. Do you see the design of MODOK? I fucking hate it. I heard MODOK was in it, but I haven't seen nothing with MODOK. I haven't seen no leaked footage. I want to wait. If MODOK's in it, I'm like, just make him MODOK. Should be good. Should be good. I hope it's good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, hopefully it surprises me. Gets better. Swear it. That movie's going to be sick. It's going to be like, it says it's going to be like an Avengers level and everything, but it's an Ant-Man movie. I'm like, oh, oh, geez. Are you a fan That's of crazy. Are you a fan of the Ant Man movies? They're fun, you know. They're fun movies. I thought Ant Man Two wasn't as good as Ant Man One. Um, at some point, there was a weird pacing issue. Uh, yeah, Ant Man One is definitely the better one. The stakes wasn't really that super high, which is Ant Man. So it's just stakes really high. I felt more. I felt more like into it whenever Ant Man went subatomic for the first time and I didn't think it was going to get out of it. That was sweet. But, I mean, Ant-Man 2 just left me with more questions and answers. I was like, is that it? Jimmy Woo's awesome. We got Jimmy Woo out of it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I love Ghost as a character, separate from the movies. So, I mean, they Ghost wasn't exactly the way I imagined her, but it was still cool in my opinion. I think uh, I think Ghost should come back for the Thunderbolts. I don't know if that's been announced yet. I don't know if Marvel's going to announce that it uh announce more about Thunderbolts during D twenty three. Didn't you they already? A, didn't they already announce it in the Comic Con? Well, I know they announced Thunderbolts, but I don't. I didn't know if they announced like the official official lineup. Ooh, that's true. That's true. What what we got? U.S. Agent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we got Elena. Yeah. That's facts. Um, we got oh, Abomination. You think Abomination is going to join? Yeah, because sure. I mean, they're going to make him. They're going to make him. You know, roid out against his will. You know, because it's going to be one of those things where he's not. He doesn't want to be the bad guy. Yeah. You know, just just like we learned in She-Hulk, but they're going to use him because you know he's he's an asset. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's he's literally another Hulk just walking around and he and he has control of his powers. Oh no, they're the government's gonna use the crap out of him. <laughs> yeah. It's sad. It's sad when you think about it though, because he's technically a veteran. Yeah. Um oh Zemo. Zemo. There we go. Zemo, that'll be good. And I know some people said they wanted Bucky in the Thunderbolts, but I'm like Bucky's not really a Thunderbolts character though. Yeah, no. No. Um, um hmm. Well, you can't do Thunderbolt Ross for obvious reasons. No, no. So I guess that guy, it gets rid of the chance of any Red Hulk. Yeah, they could do something crazy like have Abomination be Red Hulk, but I don't know. But he's Abomination. You think they'll bring back Elektra? 
I mean, if they're gonna, I mean, they're making a Daredevil series. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're gonna bring back Elektra? Yeah, but there's a good chance. There's probably if I don't know. It's like fifty fifty if the original actress come back. No, yeah. you know, because it's been so long and she's probably moved on to another stuff. And but who knows? Charlie Cox is he's Charlie Coxing the crap out of it right now. He's in. It said she's gonna be in six episodes of She Hulk. Charlie Cox is amazing. <laughs> somehow he somehow he's in like a different world, but he's still doing it really well, which is crazy. Same world, you know. Same world, but like different tone, you know. Yeah, but that just shows you know how much of a versatile actor he is. Right. Which I haven't seen your latest your latest episode today, which came out. I think it's episode four. Episode four already came out. Damn, I need to catch up. Yeah, see, I haven't watched it. I do know in the last few episodes. Wait, did you watch any of the last episodes? I watched episode one. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> okay, well, I'm not gonna say anything because something I've seen things. On, I've seen things on Twitter, but outside of that, no, nah, I haven't seen anything. Well, well, uh, She Hulk's. You know, it's an all right show. I mean, it's a it's a lawyer show. I'm really just watching it for uh, any of the Hulk references and the, you know, cameos and the connectivity with different aspects of you know, the MCU. The best thing that She-Hulk's going to have going for it for me, like character-wise, is the fact everybody around her is like... They're, they only want to see She-Hulk. She-Hulk's like this glamorous pop star now, and everybody's obsessed with it. But then, like, Jennifer Walters, her normal self, she's, like, been put to the back burner. So it's kind, of, it's kind of like, do they like me for me, or do they only like me because I'm She-Hulk? Mm. That's, that's pretty... That could, be pre- that could be pretty deep if they do it right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, She-Hulk, She-Hulk is, I mean, have you read uh, Secret Wars? Yeah, you have. Yes, yes. Yeah, I You own, made a whole I damn the trailer. Novel, did a whole trailer for it based on the graphic novel because I own the graphic novel. I can tell you straight up, that trailer is the best interpretation of the comic book you will ever watch. I, I, I'm saying it right now. I'm saying it. Nobody's going to be able to do it better. Damn, uh, unless, damn. Uh, Unless you bring back Superboy X. Superboy X, yeah. It'll do the thing. Or L edits. <laughs> or L edits, yeah. Maybe uh, Ultra. I mean, we know She-Hulk. She-Hulk's in the original 80s Secret Wars. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping they make her more aggressive just as a character. But again, I haven't seen the other episodes, so maybe they do. So... Yeah, you'll see. I mean, you'll see. I'll I still see. gotta watch. Okay. I still gotta watch the latest episode. So, I word. Mean. All right, and that's word. I mean, um, I I hope they come out with a Hulk movie. I, what um, is Universal? Is Universal gonna make a Hulk movie or no? Okay, so I learned. Um, you can go back later or now and just like confirm what the rights, the actual like, um movie rights for the Hulk or Universal 
they expire in literally just like one or two years. Wow. Yeah, because, you know, those rights, they're only finite. Right. So what I think is going to happen, I don't know how, how legal they can do this, but I think Marvel, if not this D23 or the next one, like when they announce more Phase 6 stuff, hopefully, I might we might see a solo Hulk film in there, like World War Hulk. Yeah. But a cool thing I thought of, what if the World War Hulk film doesn't take place necessarily on Earth? What if it takes place on Scar, Sakar? Ooh, that actually might be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, there's a thing that happens and yeah. Yeah, I mean... I can imagine that for a Hulk movie, they would want to do something different that's outside of just terrorizing Earth and shit. Um, but yeah, no, I, I wish they I wish they tapped in more into that Jekyll Hyde thing of Hulk. They you still know. can. They still can. There's, You're right, they still can. You're right. Because, you know, the big thing with the, the She-Hulk's first episode was like Bruce did all this for years to try to uh, control the Hulk. Or live with it, but then Jennifer Walters just has it down pat literally the first day. Right. So there's gonna be the whole dynamic, like why isn't why doesn't it work for him the same way? What's going on? Is the the persona of the Hulk just I don't know. It it's something they really need to touch upon because just doing it in team up movies is not working. They, yeah, they need to do more also because uh, Secret Wars. Uh, again, I don't know how much they're going to adapt it, but I mean, uh, Professor Hulk is kind of in that too. Mm-hmm. So I, I can only, I can't, I can only imagine what they'd want to do with the character, but I wish they had like the leader, you know, Ironclad. Like, I think there's a lot of cool characters you could do with, um, or, you know, what you said, a World War Hulk movie, but. I feel like Hulk is one of those characters that's been unta- like untapped and somehow has been in movies for 14 years. <laughs> I don't I just don't think people know how to really work on him, you know? It's like he's like Superman. It's like I think there's a a very clean way of doing it, but somehow people don't know how to do it. <laughs> it would have been so much easier doing it before the MCU really exploded cuz right, now yeah. If this man goes and terrorizes the planet, you're going to have to get a bunch of cameos in there that, of different like heroes. Now, I mean, there's no way around it, right? There's no way around it. Yeah. And you can't have fucking Sam Wilson's Captain America going there to stop the Incredible Hulk. No! No! Yeah, you need Betty in there too. Like, Oh my God, Betty. I forgot about it. So, there's a few things. Yeah, um, but honestly, you know, Marvel, they got their announcements they did. Secret Wars, Kang Dynasty. They got a lot of good stuff coming. They got a lot of good stuff I hope they're going to announce at D23, which should be um, this week, right? Or next yeah. week? Yeah, it's this week. Oh, perfect, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so we'll, we'll talk about it next week. Um, Now, the other thing, you know, we was, we was talking about... uh. Um, DC earlier, but 
you know, they, they greenlit the Batman 2. Um, I know you, I love, if you watched, if you listened to our previous podcast, because we did do one, uh, we talked about the Batman film. Yeah, that's on my page. It's unlisted as fuck, but you can still find it on Spotify and Apple Music, so. It's, uh, man, that movie was something, but a sequel based on what we got, um, I'm going to let you, you know, I'm going to let you say what you want your, the Batman 2 to be about. You're going to let me. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go second, but you, I want you... Based on the first film, what the first film offered, and if the same director came back, he he is, same cast, everything, what would your Batman 2 film be about? All right. This is with the assumption that it's all like they have, you know, spinoff shit. Like I know they're making one about Penguin and I think they're making one about Catwoman, right? Maybe Catwoman. Also Arkham. Yeah. Arkham too. Um, my second one, I feel like a lot of people say, because um, I, I think it would be great. Um, my ideal, obviously, is, is it's Christmas time. You know, the city is more or less frozen because of all the water that's seeped in because of mm-hmm. the previous movie. Um, you got Mr. Freeze, who's like a, a medical practitioner trying to help her, his, um, his wife. Um, you, I don't think you need to do... You could do a whole cryo chamber thing, but you don't have to. Um, I was also thinking he just has the get-up, like a retro, you know, get-up to be Mr. Freeze. You know, maybe yeah. maybe he's not frozen himself. He's just, you know, he's just another, like, guy who's just has, a, you know, a cold gun and all these all these other things. Um but yeah, no, I, I think he'd be a, a great villain because it's another one of those where it's like, is he really wrong? Because he's also trying to go go after like Gotham's elite, you know, yeah. because of the way they screw over, you know, medical practitioners and and uh, you know, pe- people were sick and stuff. So I think I think you can get into a lot of cool things with that. That's why I think Mister Freeze would be a great like solo movie thing, but. Either the, either that, you know, Mr. Freeze would be cool. Um, and then, you know, Selena Kyle comes back. You develop more of the Bruce Wayne side of him, like the Playboy part of him. Mm. Selena Kyle calls him and comes back and, like, puts together pretty quickly that Bruce Wayne's Batman. She calls him vengeance and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, develop that side of things. You know, do the things that you should have done with with that relationships that you didn't do in other movies. Mm, um, yeah. Penguin. Oh yeah, the iceberg lounge you gotta have, but it's all iced up because of because of all this shit. So Penguin gotta come back. Uh, and I was thinking you could bring back, uh, or not not you could bring back, but uh, you could bring in Rupert Rupert Thorne, also as like sort of a foil to uh to the penguins turf war and shit who's uh who's rupert Thoyle? rupert thorn from thorn uh, yeah yeah thorn yeah. um yeah I, I, he doesn't do a lot in other things but he is big in big in the animated series so i think it'd be cool um and then you know this other side of me would love a batman movie with 
Killer Moth and Kite Man, but it's gritty as fuck. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Like, I think that would be so cool. <laughs> now, after hearing or that... Or Clayface. Can... Clayface I also really want. You could do tap into that 40s horror aspect of things. Now, we got to remember what the director said. He doesn't want to do anything fantastical or too fantastical, you know? So... I think Mr. Freeze is pushing it, but it's doable. Clayface, I think that's out of the question. Yeah. Maybe. We don't know. I mean, uh, I, I, I wish I wish he kind of, I wish it was realistic, but it wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, you could give room to have Clayface, Clayface, <laughs> Clayface happen, but still do all the, like, gritty, like, turf war shit that you want to do in Gotham and corruption and all that. You see, like, my idea for the Batman 2 is literally the same thing, except somehow I would love to have, like, a small little chunk of the movie, maybe the opening, like, be about Batman, you know, just in turf wars everywhere. Maybe he's in a sewer Mm. following up on a lead, and he gets in a fight with Killer Croc. Yeah, but would you call Killer Croc fantastical? That's the question. Um, you can do it differently. Like you can do it like um, the animated series did, where he looks more human, humanoid. You know, maybe maybe he was a. Oh, maybe um, you can tie this in with maybe Mister Freeze or maybe the company he worked for, like uh, doing experimentation on different uh. Maybe different substances or chemicals and to find like the right thing, I guess, to help his wife. You do the amazing experiment thing of cross species genetics. <laughs> well, well, I mean, when you say it like that, then <laughs> yeah, but this time, you know, you do it good. <laughs> but, Damn. Uh, I, mean, yeah. fair, I mean, fair, fair. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Killer Croc can be done, you know, just. That's a horror thing in itself. Imagine yeah. Batman, Robert Pattinson's Batman, he's in the sewer. He's following up a lead. It's cold down here. It's, mm. it's winter. So, and uh, he just starts to get wailed on. It's great, you know? And it's like opening up the story. Like, we open up the first Batman movie. He takes on some criminals. Okay. We open up the second Batman movie. He's more experienced now. He's taking on something a little bit more than a criminal. It's like we're opening up the door to the more, a little bit more fantastical elements. Like, okay, this is going to be a, a one-up from the last one. I, I'm getting ahead of myself. I doubt they'll do Killer Croc. Mm. There's a good chance they'll do Mr. Freeze or maybe the Court of Owls. Court of Owls? I thought the Court of Owls would have showed up the last movie because of the cor- corruption in Gotham and shit, but I could see you coming again. In, you might in save one. that for like maybe a third one. Ooh, maybe. Maybe. I think it would be... This is, this is me having my cake, alright, if, if this happened. I hope... I wish uh, the cape would like... like go over his torso and shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like how it does in like the animated stuff and certain comics where it kind of just covers him. Because then, then it would be like the cape has more of a, a practical, you know, 
type thing, but well, it could work on it. I mean, it, I guess it would kind of look similar to his gliding suit, so maybe. Yeah, his quote-unquote gliding suit. <laughs> his parachute. I yeah, I didn't like that. You didn't like that? But, you know, it's only his second year, so he's still working out the kinks and fix, fixing yeah. up stuff. I like the idea of an imperfect Batman. I really like it. Yeah. The Batmobile is perfect. Batmobile is amazing. I, I'm, I'm going to bring this back to Mr. Freeze. The best thing I want to see. We love the Batmobile, right? We love it. Mm. Remember Batman and Robin? I, I know, but remember Batman and Robin when Mr. Freeze completely wrecked the Batmobile midair? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What better way to show how dangerous a man is than to have him completely demolish the, one of the, the most exciting things we had in the last movie that we fell in love with, and he completely wrecks it in one go? Ooh. I I'm see talking it. about just freezing, but like components freeze. Car freezes, then it explodes, and just Bat- Batman's just like, "Oh no!" You want to say you want him to say what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Oh, God. No, I hope not. I hope he, no one-liners, please. No, no, no. I want him to be. I want the way I want Mister Freeze to be. If they actually do him, is this a very well-spoken? very scholarly like very like meticulous villain you know what i mean like, like you could like tell the he has arkham, a, like the arkham games but yeah arkham like, like you could tell he has a heart but like he a lot a lot of what he's doing is like to him it's like he is the hero and you can get why you know yeah which is completely understandable i mean i completely get i can get behind him wanting to help his wife but no, that's all. Then there comes the the villain part of it, like you're doing it the wrong way. Ask for help. But then you could bring in Joker again, like how you're supposed to in the last one, where he's like, "I want to know how he thinks," and he's like, "You know exactly how he thinks." It's like, it's like you think they deserve it. You think they had it coming. Like, you could do the same thing with Mister Freeze. The difference is, it's it's a different part of Gotham, a diff- different part of like the living. You know. Man, I really need to watch the Batman again. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to work on something with it. So, really, what what are you working on? Ah, uh, we'll see. I'm trying to work on a Batman two trailer. Is that everything you're working on right now? I have other things I'm working on, but well, you we'll should see. you should tell me, tell us. Some of these I just start and never finish though. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, because if we're talking about things you're working on, then you got a couple of projects that's just sitting in limbo. Shattered Dimensions. Damn. Oh my God. You're going to throw that out like that? God damn. Uh, Well, right now, things that I'm definitely, that that are definitely coming out this year for sure is uh, Spider Man Blue. I'm almost done with. Mm -hmm. Um, If you guys don't know, it's the Tim Sale, Tim Sale and uh, Jeff Loeb thing. And I was thinking about making this because it's such a good comic and, you know, Tim Sale is a great artist. So, I wanted to find some way to pay tribute, I guess. Um, so I'm doing Spider-Man Blue with Andrew Garfield. Uh, I'm trying to work on uh, Symbiosis, yeah, which, yeah. which, yeah, which is more or less Marvel and DC and their interactions with the symbiote. But it's an interesting story. 
Yeah, it's it's coming up. Julian and I are still working on it. Julian is helping me with a lot of shots, so I'm really excited. Shout out to Julian. Yeah, if you're listening. (laughs) Uh, Is that all I'm working on? Oh, yeah, and one more. I'm working on uh, the butterfly effect, which is... Which is more or less, it's kind of like a Matrix and Inception crossover, more or less. That's pretty good. So, that's what's coming out. What the fuck are you working on, huh? Well, I don't um, know why I, was, I don't know why I was so aggressive. <laughs> so aggressive. Like, get, get this man a Snickers. He's not, he's not him when he's hungry. Um, me, personally, uh, ever since I watched Prey, uh, short review, Prey, great movie, My People, uh, I, I am Native American, so Prey was amazing. Got to get that off my chest. Um, but that being said, something I'm working on would be a live action trailer for um, if you guys have ever played the game Torok. For people like me who don't know what Torok is, what is Torok? Torok is, it was a video game for Nintendo 64 and PlayStation like 2. I don't know if it was on the PS1 or not. I don't remember. But basically, you're a Native American warrior. Um, I think you you go back in time and you fight dinosaurs and aliens. What the fuck? That sounds so cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. They tried to do a reboot game in 2007 or 8 and like make it more grounded. Like, okay, you're still Native American, but now you're with this military like team i guess it's like guns for hire gotta go extract his side scientist team off a planet but the planet is covered with dinosaurs Mm. ironically just random planet out in the universe oh there's dinosaurs (laughs) native to this planet yes we weren't that special but yeah it was all right i didn't like it but the, the premise of torok is and they make a great movie and seeing how um, Native American culture and everything's getting more spotlight. It was get, it's getting more into the spotlight, you know, movies like Prey and... That's it. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, but that's a good start. Prey and, and Slipknot and Suicide Squad. Woo! And that's it. I, I remember Captain and I had a, such a big conversation about that. He's like, man, Slipknot, like... We were so excited, and we knew he was going to die in that movie. Yeah, I uh, I was a little upset about that one, I ain't going to lie. I was, I was hurt. I don't know. Do you think there will be a resurgence in, like, more, like, Native American, uh, I guess, um, representation? Or do you think it's changing? Or I think, I mean, I, I don't want to get too political about this, but for a while there, Hollywood was, there was a lot of people in Hollywood who were racist. Let's not be coy about it. It was a thing. It probably still is a thing in some places, in cases. It rhymes. Um, <laughs> but now you see more uh, filmmakers of different nationalities and everything coming out, coming up, directing uh, film projects. Um, Prey was just one, and I, and I, I do think many Probably not a big, huge mini, but there's, there's going to be a lot more um, uh, Native American uh, filmmakers uh, bringing their work to the limelight, getting more, you know, getting everything out there, you know, showing how cool 
uh, our culture can be. It, it doesn't. It doesn't even have to shine a light on the culture per se. You can have like an actor or an actress that can be that nationality. I think this is the first stepping stone to like a cascading effect of getting more, you know, quality from our movies and TV shows. Because honestly, we do need some more variety out there. Honestly, yeah, I feel you. But yeah, I mean, oh, I went blank for a second. <laughs> you know, it, the someone I know it was like, oh, some, sometimes it feels like they're pushing like diversity shit too much, and I'm, I'm like, well, I mean, for me, it feels like it's just a, it's just a better representation of the world around me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that's that's what it's really doing. Like it was kind of mute about it for a while, and and now we're getting to the point where, you know, there's multiple races in the show. Which for the longest time wouldn't be a thing. Yeah, um, talking about multiple races in a show, that brings me to my next thing. Recently, this week, um, I watched a show called Rings of Power. Oh, I still haven't mm-hmm. seen it. How is it? Now going in, I wasn't excited for the show because I grew up. I watched the Lord of the Rings films, saw the Hobbit films. I. Well, I didn't know how Amazon, this huge conglomerate country, a country, it could be a country at some point. Um, kind of is a country. This huge company. I know. <laughs> this huge company. If they was going to do the uh, the story right. <laughs> and let me tell you, that, they did two episodes. And I was hooked. From the first 10 minutes, I was hooked. I, I, I was excited. I was I loved what I saw on screen. Everything looked cinematic. The budget was there and then some. You look like it was like watching the movies, but even better. But even better. Even better. And I didn't read the books, so I'm not too familiar with where all the story comes from for this show. So all I know is I saw Sauron. He's huge. <laughs> I saw where the elves came from. They literally came from across the sea. We saw their home. And apparently, when they chased an enemy over here, over to Middle-earth, they literally chased them across the ocean. And there was a world war. Armies so big that covered all of Middle-earth and everybody was just fighting each other. Jesus Christ. And there was like a scene in the show and you saw it. It was like just one shot. I'm like, oh my God. It wasn't until my friend who he read the books and everything. He's like, bro, that was that was like the world war. They chased the orcs and stuff across the ocean after the orcs destroyed the, the elf tree of life or something like that. That's mm-hmm. some Dragon Ball references. Um, <laughs> the elf tree of life, yeah. Yeah, so the elves, they, 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 they straight up just got the gear on they strapped up they chased this man it's called Morgoth or yeah Sauron's um, he was Morgoth I think that's his name he was Sauron's master mm. if that's like crazy to think about what Sauron having a master yeah cause I've always you know Lord of the Rings I didn't know Sauron had a master I, I didn't I, know either yeah I've only read I've only read Hobbit and then the first Lord of the Rings but I've seen all the movies so yeah, man, that uh, they chased them to the cross the ocean, and they beat 
the hell out of them. They, they, they took a nap. They, the elves was not having that. And that's how they came to Middle Earth. They didn't come to Middle Earth like seeking new land. Nah, they came to Middle Earth to, to hunt down some dude and smack his armies about because he squirted up in their territory. <laughs> it's funny right. when you think about it. You could just be sitting there, just a random dude on Middle Earth, just chilling. Next thing you know, two giant armies are fighting each other out of nowhere. And you're just like, well, this was an odd time to spend my day. Like, <laughs> It's really all I saw this week as far as like TV shows and stuff goes because I watched uh, Deadpool and Deadpool 2 again this week. Nice, nice. On Disney Plus. It's always a good time. But yeah, I'm going to watch She-Hulk later tonight. Or maybe after this podcast, I'll watch She-Hulk. Ooh, that's actually a great idea. I should do that too. I don't know what I'm saying. You got to catch actually, up. Wait. No, I have shit to do. But after that, I'll, I'll definitely watch She-Hulk. But. Yeah, see, I've already been to work, so I'm good. <laughs> that's good. For me, uh, all I watched was this week. This week I was moving. So uh, I... The only time I really had to watch, I watched a little bit of How to Get Away with Murder. Have you seen that? I have not. It's uh, Viola Davis is in that. She's great in that. One of those mo- the shows that's like, like annoyingly depressing. Like it's just that's all there is about the show. But it's also too much, so it feels like fiction. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of just sometimes have it in the background just as a thing to watch. So I was watching that a little bit, uh, and I started. I watched the first two episodes of One Piece. Mm, mm. So I don't know what I'm getting myself into, but I still haven't started. After I saw that there was like 25 seasons and a thousand plus episodes, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna nah. wait till it's over. Well, let me tell you, I'm hooked. So I might Already? actually, I might try to catch up. Honestly. Oh God! I I well, sir, you. <laughs> 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 Knowing me, though, I don't think I could catch up. I'm pretty sure I'll only get to, like, episode 100 or something by the time the show ends. So, If the show ends. I don't know if it's going to end. The, I don't show, know the show's got to end. There's no way they, they can't do that. You know what I mean? Like Dragon Ball's still going. Dragon Ball is Dragon Ball, though. Dragon Ball has spinoffs, you know? One Piece is going like, to have a spinoff. It's like, One Piece two doesn't... Two Piece? No. <laughs> two Piece? Oh, my God. That's great. <laughs> but that's crazy yeah it's funny i really want to touch upon i don't know i think we might get an announcement here at d23 because i know marvel's like their game division you know Mar- marvel games is supposed to be getting like a lot of uh, announcements so that brings me to the obvious uh contender not wolverine i don't know when we're hearing anything about wolverine but Spider-Man 2. Mm. Trying to get Harry. Harry's going to get the symbiote, I guess. Or is it yeah. Eddie Brock? That's what I don't no, know. No, no, no. It's going to be Harry because if you watch the end of, spoiler alert, for Spider-Man PS4 or Marvel Spider-Man Remastered now. Um, yeah, the end of, end of the story, Harry Osborn, he, it was revealed he wasn't actually in Europe but he was actually in a containment pod in the apartment of the Osborns. And 
it looked like he was like cocooned in strands of the symbiote. That's what it looks like, right? Yeah, so what I think's happening here, this could be like how they did the symbiote in the ultimate comics where the uh, symbiote was trying to be like a cure for disease, right? Oh, for cancer, yeah. Yeah, so I'm thinking they might not have the symbiote come from space or it did come from space and they it didn't get on nobody. So they took it, they studied it, and then maybe out of desperation, Norman thought, well, if I put it, give it to my son, it'll keep him alive. I would try and find a cure. So, I, you know, I, I think that's how they're going to work it in. Like, it's not going to be one or the other. They're going to, like, combine both ideas of Venom into one. And, and Tony Todd is voicing Venom, which I'm really excited about. And Tony Todd, if you don't know people, um, if you've ever seen Candyman, yeah. He was Candyman. You know, I actually saw Tony Todd in person, like in the last few years. Wait, actually, shit. Oh how did yeah. You, how did how dude, did that happen, dude? Uh, okay, so I'm in North Carolina, and we had a local Comic Con, and he appeared. And dude, he was so tall. <laughs> so your takeaway? tall. Yeah. <laughs> really, is the Candy, or he's more Slender Man than Candyman? Dude, I. If I wanted, I could not punch him in the face. I'm like 5'7". <laughs> I couldn't reach his face. I couldn't punch him in the face. That, even if I jumped, that's how tall the man was. He stood up, he put on a fedora, a scarf, because it was chilly out, and he just walked out from the booth, and I'm like, damn, what a god. <laughs> Tony Todd is huge. But that was like, that was a great, that was a great interaction. No. That was a good time. I technically saw Tony Todd in person. I feel proud. I didn't say hi. I was kind of scared of him, but I saw him. I was, I was like right there. I was there, man. Hmm. I, 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 nobody can take that away from me unless I get amnesia. <laughs> then, then time takes that away from you. Damn. That's crazy. Damn. I've never been to a Comic Con, so it would be cool to, to meet some of these people. I'd love to meet like, uh, an artist for sure. I got a couple of artworks from a uh, different artist. I I bought a bunch of my my uh, wall art from a Comic Con artist. Yeah, that's cool. Speaking of which, that that means uh, if you guys don't support like fan artists, I feel like they should get more support than like official artists. So mm-hmm. uh, support them. Do do it. It's good. They're making your dreams come true. Yeah, yeah. They need to pay rent just as much as we need to pay rent. Yeah, because, uh, but, I mean, you see, I'm not paying rent because somebody won't fix this damn door. Damn. <laughs> Brought it back. There we go. Brought it back. <laughs> there That's we nice. go. Uh, I'm really excited to hear about D23 this week. Like, I'm really excited. These next couple of days is going to be monumental. Yeah, we're going to get so much news, and then we can talk about it next week. I'm really excited about that. Yes, tune in next week to the Fix This Damn Door podcast, and we're going to talk about the D23 reveals. We're going to talk about uh, She-Hulk, because you're going to catch up. I'm going to watch the latest episode. We're going to try and watch the episode when it airs that day, so that we can talk about it fresh, and we'll talk about that. Talk about comics. Yeah. 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 Well, 
we're, we're going to go into comics that we've read, comics we want to read, maybe some we own. Yeah. I got some funky <laughs> ones out there. I'm telling you. Some funky ones. What does yeah. that mean? Uh, I won't go into it more, but, you know, they had the whole toy line back in the day where each figure came with a comic book. That's all I'm going to say. That's all mm. I'm going to say. I got a lot of cool comic books from that. Damn. I guess I'll find out, find out about it next week. Yes. Yes. So thank you guys for listening to our first uh, best professional we're going to get better version of this podcast it was i had fun i had um, fun too yeah yeah and we talked about a lot of good stuff we got our introductions out of the way you know what just just keep being good people just just keep being classy if you know right now if you're listening pause it it's about to be over go get you some food go go talk to that girl that you find attractive at the gym or something or not because you know they Nobody wants to be talked to at the gym. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Maybe maybe ask for a number outside of the gym. I don't how does this work? You know what? I don't want to get into how dating works these days. Yeah. It's, well, first yeah. don't meet people at the gym, but also yeah. <laughs> meet them at the Starbucks. Because people the love Starbucks. coffee. Meet them at the the veteran veterinarian. Now <laughs> hold now hold on a damn minute. Now, hold on. We ain't we out here meeting people at the veterinarian's office. How about, if that's the case, let's go one step further. Let's meet people at the health clinic itself. Oh Lord. And we all know what happens at the health clinic. Lord. All right. Yes. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for listening. I'm Kara Presents. I'm Locklear Entertainment. And we'll see you guys next time. Later. Later.